day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! <laughs> And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all <laughs> We got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it, they give him the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm looking Who for knows? like, wait, wait, let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get like Gone with the Wind back? Agreed. Everyone knows Gone with the Sunset Wind. It's the greatest movie of all so time. Right. That Sunset Field. Boulevard. Is from South Korea. I thought it was best foreign. <laughs> no, no. Best foreign movie. Best foreign no, movie. Was the Did this ever happen before? <laughs> and then you have Brad Pitt. I was never a big fan of his. He well, got upset little wise guys. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Brad Pitt. That's your president. Um, yeah, like... Uh, Eight more years. Um, I would love to uh, to for him to like start a movie review website, right, uh, right, where he discusses the Academy Awards. First of all, I don't, I don't think that like what a what a what a fun excuse to do some pandering. You right. know what I mean? Like the audio sounds like it's from him doing stand up. Like it sounds like he's at a club riffing and he he's... does sound like he's riffing and it's <laughs> hilarious honestly cuz like anyone could do this on stage and have me dying. Right. But then it's the standing president of the United States right, of America right. and it's a little uh perturbing unfortunately. But uh we were saying, you know, we stand we stand with Bong Joon. <laughs> I'm um, definitely I'm although we did watch nineteen seventeen right. and, and you La had some thoughts. Last night we finished off our uh our um run of the Oscar movies that were nominated that we actually have interest in watching. And nineteen seventeen was the last one we wanted to see and you know, I don't want this to turn into a movie review pod, no. but Definitely kicked major ass. Arguably better than Parasite, but you know I'll leave that. I'll leave that for you know. I don't want to give Donald Trump any any leeway because because he could have easily seen 1917 and been like, why didn't that shit win? He probably listens. But then to again, this I guess that was like more about England than America, so he probably would have even taken more offense if that movie had won. I think he's down with the Brits. Probably because was was that one dude who kind of he's like the British version of Donald Trump. Oh, Boris Johnson, Boris with, with Johnson. the hair, with the hair, and he's got the name of a supervillain. Like Boris is is there's no one named Boris other than like your like a, 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 a some some mafia guy's pet dog, like their their bulldog is named <laughs> Come Boris, here, Boris. Or, or Bruno or something. Um, it's Boris sounds Russian to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, when I say supervillain, I, I think of Boris and Natasha from. What about Dimitri? Well, we're talking about the name Boris. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm spitballing Russian names at this point. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, a great American cartoon with some classic Russian, and uh, uh, wasn't even during the. Oh no, maybe it was. Now think about it, because there was a point where every villain in movies was Russian, and it was right. because we were like sort of having conflict with the Russians. And it seems like through history, Hollywood sort of attaches whatever person we're at beef with at the time 
as the main supervillain in all the films that you're going to see during that era. And that's the nice thing about John Wick 3 is that there are four different ethnicities of villains. Every villain is represented he, by he, ethnicity. He does his, they do the runs and they just fucking go around Egypt and then they come back around Russia. And then I think the other two villains are Mexican and, or let me say this, Latino, not Mexican. I've been corrected several times. Um, in these communities, you're actually supposed to say Latinx, Latinx, or Latinx. That's that sounds like a website I frequent. Um, yes, and it is, and we, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I want, I feel like that. Um, uh, it's it's weird how how immediately everyone was just on board with Latinx. Because I mean, I mean, what are you gonna be like? I don't want to say the X. The X. There's is- so many like. It's it's just not even a big deal. Just say the X. Who cares? Latin Latin X, and, and it's not a big deal if you don't say the X. That's I would also like to put that out there. Just is Latin that, is that if you just say if you accidentally say Latino, don't fucking feel bad or jump down someone else's throat if they say it. You I've know? never heard like, I've never heard anybody say Latin X. Really, no. I hear it a lot on but, on the internet. No, I mean just in day to day life. Really when I'm talking to people. Yeah. What? Yeah, I've been proactively saying Latino, thinking that I'm like, like a conscious person. You know what I'm saying? Like, Latin, you've been saying Latino, thinking you're conscious. Yeah, thinking that I'm. No, like, that's like you're actively being non-conscious by doing that. No, you're being non-conscious by saying Hispanic or by saying just straight up Mexican. No, Hispanic is actually more, uh, more conscious. If you're if you're actually referring to someone who is Hispanic. What I've heard. If you're, if, you, if you're talking to someone who's Hispanic and you refer to them as Latino, then, I mean, obviously, I don't give a shit no, Latino, about any of this, Latino is more inclusive, apparently. No, but- Latinx. Latino is the male version of oh. it, you dumb bitch. You gotta say Latinx. Latinx sounds super weird. Super weird, I agree, but... La- Latino Latinx. countries? Latinx is better, I think. Latinx. Yeah. Latinx. Latinx and the Latinx. Yo, got some Latinx in the chain, yeah, I gotta figure out what the fuck I be saying. Yo, is it Latino or Latinx or Latina if I wanna have sex? Yo, I prefer the Latinas, but I'll hit a Latinx if I got to. Yeah, ooh, hola, como esta? Would you like to drink on my goo? Yeah, my ex is a Latinx and she's the best when I'm getting all up in the dress, yo. But her bro is Latino, and him and foe bros came to my dough, and they were like, knock, knock, we heard you was saying Latino instead of Latino. Oh, delay. Ooh, and now I'm very concerned that I'm out in the burbs of East Los Angeles. Whoa, uh. East, East Los Angeles with my Latiners. I mean, my Latinsers, <laughs> my Zexies, my, ooh, my Latinxies, yeah. Ooh, what the fuck is up next, please? Call me up if you want to correct my pronouns and be like, whoa, wow, I'm so brown, but I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that I learned something today, but let me tell you something about the producer. His The beat was called 47, produced by Manuel, which is very fitting. All right, yeah, a, a, a prominent Latinx producer. <laughs> Manuel. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Latinx also sounds like uh, Netflix for Hispanics. No, that that's that's where I first heard the term, actually. Really? Was, yeah, there was... Well, I mean, I heard it a couple of different places, uh, but where it really got solidified into me was... Uh, Gabriel Iglesias has a real shitty uh, show on yeah, Netflix yeah, it's now. Horrible, horrible. And um, one of the promotional clips on Facebook that they were using was uh, of him getting lectured by one of his students as to not say Latino and to say Latinx instead. 
or Latinx. Um, and, uh, and you know, I learned a lot. And, and the, the clip ended with him going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's his staple. That's true. Um, it's wild how, uh, and you know, I'm not Latinx, so maybe this isn't my place to say, but that dude is really, really bumping up the Latinx vibes in his, in his comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? Like there's a lot of these comedians that sell out their people for the sake of success and, I would do that immediately. Like, in this context, no. I don't think that you're capable of... I, I think that you're so westernized at this point that you, even you pretending to be, like, Middle Eastern... It wouldn't the sound middle, that They would think that you were a fake. They would be like, this guy, this guy is phony. Well, I mean... Uh, I, why did I pay 50 rupees to come to this concert? That's rubies. <laughs> that's Russian. No, I think that's actually Indian, but whatever. Oh, you might be right. Um, every time I go to a deli, I think of Indian. Because of New Delhi? Yeah. But Every time you go to a, a, a deli you haven't been to before. Yeah, you think I'm like, oh, you guys have curry here? They're like, no, sir, this no, is sandwiches. No, we just opened. This is a New Delhi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yep. you. Uh, I had a, a quick thing. Uh, I, I took a, a like a training with a, with an Apple person at a, at a hotel in Montebello, California. An Apple person. Anyways, the point is the training showed us how the Apple Watch will warn you if it's if you're in an environment when it's too loud, and I, I make it a point here, you know what else warns you if you're in an environment that's too loud? Your ears. That is true. It, it, but like, but they expect you to be wearing those ear pods, so they so like you're already protected from the loudness because you're already plugged into the Apple verse. For some reason, this big portion of the commercial, which is voiced by Jesse Eisenberg, which good for you, dude. Like that's interesting. Getting some Apple money, big commercial, and in a portion, it's like this watch warns you when it's too loud and you need to close the window. I'm like, yo, I can hear that it's too loud and I need to close the window or I need to go outside and get into some social altercations. Like maybe I physically um, assault somebody and then get out of the way and then all of a sudden it's not loud anymore. Yeah, man, we live in a society, bro. The machines are taking over, bro. They're telling us when it's too loud, when it's too soft. What are we going to do? Anyways, that was something that I learned. I thought... It'd be interesting to you. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's funny how that uh, it's funny how all that works out. Um, I um, I uh, going back to the, our movie discussions. Even though I know that we didn't want to turn this into a movie podcast, I've got something sort of substantial because I watched this. Um, I watched this documentary that sort of ties into my real life, actually. Uh, in a very strange way, uh, the documentary is called "The Source Family," and it was on Amazon. And it's about this hippie cult from uh, that was like birthed in L.A. And it was basically just this like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, Hell yeah, dude. like uh, almost predatory cult because Ooh, uh, uh, it literally like all like, it was just a bunch of like sixteen-year-old hippie chicks and then damn. like twenty-eight-year-old dudes. But uh, uh, so this guy Jim Baker. Obviously, cult name uh, starts this restaurant in on sun on the Sunset Strip called uh, the Source Family Restaurant, and he just hires all these beautiful young women and these dudes to like work for him and whatnot. And uh, he also has these weird rumors surrounding him, like he's fucking killed people with judo chops, oh. and uh, he made all of his fortune by like robbing banks in California and shit like that. Uh, and, and the restaurant is actually kind of famous. Like it's in a bunch of movies. It was in Annie Hall. Uh, uh Woody Allen orders mash yeast from it at some I point. I like Annie Hall. Yeah. Good ass movie. 
But uh, eventually, uh, so so the only reason the documentary exists is because he has this chick document the whole. He's got one of his bitches, like he's got like eight wives. He just marries them all. Oh, and one of yeah. his bitches is his her only goal, her only role in the family is to film and photograph everything. And at first, I'm like, all right, well, it makes for a good documentary. But then they show you a baby being born they show the baby's head crowning out of the bloody ass vag uh the umbilical cord wrapped around the neck the baby seemingly dead halfway out the vag umbilical cord wrapped around the neck they have to they're showing the the jim baker like unwrapping the the kid and fucking he Brings him back to life. Oh shit! He, like fucking slaps him on the ass a couple of times, says a prayer, and the baby comes back to life. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, if you slap me in the ass, I'll come back to life. All that to say, Jim Baker sort of went off the deep end. Uh, kind of got obsessed, started calling himself God and whatnot. Fucking everyone's wives, because all the dudes that were in the cult are like, dude, that's kind of my girlfriend. Are you really gonna take her? And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take her. Sorry, bro. <laughs> and uh, eventually, they have moved to Kauai, uh, and then to the Big Island where i'm from hell yeah uh so this whole colt family is now living on the big island just having a good time just having a good time being a colt like they couldn't they couldn't uh, last in the la lifestyle um so basically uh it's it's the way that this cult sort of falls apart is the cult leader is like look i'm gonna um i'm gonna like meet god now so he gets on a hang glider and he jumps off a cliff on uh, like in, down in Kalapana. And dies? He f- flies around for a bit and then fucking careens into the water and breaks his back. And so uh, he's rescued by like a camp of native Hawaiians and then the Source family they they bring him they carry him back to their camp and they like they they don't believe in doctors so they they can't go and like get him worked on. So 3 days later he just dies. <laughs> 3 days later he just dies on his back. Yeah, man, that source family is whack. Yo, they can't, uh, do medicine, that's a fact. Cause if they do that, they can't go to heaven and back. Uh, shout out to Jim Baker. Yeah, you was a faker. Didn't play for the Flakers. Sorry, man. It's cold, I don't understand. But shit, I'm talking about the source fam. the source fam. They don't believe in medicine. Yeah, they don't believe in holding hands. Yeah, they don't want to. Just lay on my back and die. I don't know what that was. Like, that was you weird. were peeking like crazy, and even when I like turned you down all the way, you were still peeking. Don't know why, but odd. I think I just fucked up David's freestyle, but sorry Sucks. guys. Yep. But uh, all that to say, um, uh, the Source family still lives in Hawaii, and uh, my mom has been was friends with several of them. Like growing up as a child, we used to visit this dude named Damascus, who was like this old 80-year-old Jewish guy who was also a part of this sex, drugs, and rock and roll cult. And he would just tell us all these stories about how he would like survive the Holocaust and and like uh, like he lost his, his family. Like they didn't 
die in the Holocaust. He just lost them and couldn't find them after that. That'll happen. And so he just like joined the Source family, and uh, and yeah, it was just like super strange to watch this documentary and be like, oh my god, this is the these are the people. This is what that dude was talking about. And even stranger is like, uh, my mom would regularly visit these old ass men and like take us with her. Hey. It was super strange. Hell yeah. Where was this guy lived like a block away from us? We all referred to him as old man Don, uh, probably in his 80s, lived in a shack. And I, I almost wish that I could say that my mom was visiting these people to like, have sex with them for yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, because that would be more interesting. But these people were obviously broke. I'm pretty sure that she was doing it out of the kindness of her heart. Like she was having sex getting... with them out of the kindness <laughs> of her heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no money. It's it's. A, she's got a servant's heart, you know. She was doing the will of the Lord at yeah. the time. Um, and and so yeah, I would regularly find myself at just these people's homes, and then months later at their funerals. So maybe it was like a, a scam to like get into the will or something. I think these that's dudes. I think that's a weird thing where um, it happens in a lot of movies and it happens in these cliche stories that you hear where a young person befriends an old person who's been abandoned by the young persons who should be friends with them. Maybe it's that's like, the it's, case. It's like finding Forrester. And it's one of these things where you're like, oh, I feel bad for this older person who has all these stories. What's finding Forrester? Uh, it's got Sean Connery in it. Writers write so that readers can read. All right, you've explained enough of it to me. <laughs> uh, it's one of these uh, inspiring stories where an older white man mentors a young black boy, and in the, there's a portion in the in the thing where uh, Finding Forest, no, uh, Forrester's character says, "You're doing it now, dog." He he like tries to do this urban impersonation of a black person, and it's really funny. Is, and wait, is, does he is this Sean Connery going into uh, uh, the hood and teaching children how to behave? No, Sean Connery owns an apartment in the hood, so like he is from the hood. Um, I think he's from Boston. No um, way. Yeah, it's a very interesting movie. Check it out. Uh, it might suck, honestly. It might not <laughs> I'm hold sure up. I'm sure it's terrible. I, remember, I mean, I can't think of a good Sean Connery movie. I remember being inspired when I was 14 and thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be in AP classes. Turns out I liked smoking pot instead. Yeah, well. Oh, real quick. The beat didn't have a oh, title. Yeah, yeah. It was well, called Blue Chips Boom Bat. We've had a couple beat. of beeps that we, a couple of beats that we need to uh, uh, say. No, no, no. This is the this is only the second one produced by Frankie. Uh, no, B Frankie. Um, his shits on YouTube, Beat Stars, and all the other platforms. Um, if you have a producer or a beat that you like that is available for nonprofit use, send it to us. Bamfomania at gmail.com. Fucking CJ was talking shit the other day, and he was like, "I'm not going to email you. Don't." I don't even give a fuck. I don't. I don't yeah, check my email. Here's the thing, email. you guys. If you're regularly a part of our lives and speak to us, uh, and like this is, David just mentioned a person named CJ who we know because he's a part of our lives. He was on the second podcast. We don't expect you to email us, yeah. and I don't even know why we're talking about this. I expect people who don't know us to email us. Be like, hey, I like you guys. Let's fucking. We don't jerk. expect anyone to email us. Um, but please do. Uh, but we've never. But we don't have. We don't have the expectation. We've never. We've never. We've never asked anyone. I don't like. What? What do you want? Emails? Are you expecting emails? No, no. I would I'm, rather have like Instagram messages or something like that. What? What's this? What's your obsession with emails? All of a sudden. If you want to communicate with us in any way, reach out 
on the various internet platforms. It doesn't have to be an email. Like, like, is it 2001 right now? Are we on AOL right now? We're trying to advertise our email an address? email is like a legitimate format that people communicate with. That's just what I'm giving out. There's other platforms on Instagram, Banfomania, but it's weird for me to just say Instagram. I guess that's fine. It's on Instagram. Well... Now there you have it, guys. Now I'm fucking... T- contact us if you want, I guess. Jesus. <laughs> like, we're looking for friends. God damn. If you're, um, if you're a woman and you want to get... Um, if I was were, just telling David, like, that some of our, our posts of like and sharing reek of desperation, and he's not really helping us with the backtrack right I'm now. I'm just trying. on the air. I'm just trying like, to interact with the fan base. We, this, let's just have it be natural, man. Like, we don't need to, like be so aggressive about it like i'm cringing right now over here well now you're making a big thing it's not a big thing this isn't a big deal all right well i'm gonna switch gears uh i think uh i had a very interesting um uh near-death experience the other day oh um wish you would have died yes uh me as well um the thing was uh, i was driving i was doing some deliveries and i was pulling off the highway and uh all of a sudden i just start to smell toast and I'm like, oh, someone's making some toast. I fuck with this, toast. This smells good. I love the smell of a fresh, uh, crispy toast. With butter. And then I remember this fact about uh, uh, smelling toast and how it is like related to Having something. Having an aneurysm yeah, or something like, like that. Like a brain aneurysm or a stroke or a heart attack. And uh, let me just read some facts here. This is some science here. Fan, fanta, fan, fantosmia. <laughs> Fantasmia. I'm going to edit that so sure. I say it right the first time. Fantasmia is the condition that causes you to smell things that aren't actually there. It's also called olfactory hallucination. I like that one better. Um, however, there are many potential causes of smelling burnt toast. If you smell burnt toast when there's no burnt toast burning nearby, see a doctor so they can roll out serious conditions such as fucking heart attack, uh, uh, sinitis, uh, brain tumor. I could be pregnant for God's sake. Shit. So uh, immediately all these thoughts come rushing through my head and I'm frantically searching for a breakfast place. I'm like, please, where could there be burnt toast? Someone is cooking toast around here. Is it that place? No, that's a tire shop. Oh, my God. I pull off to the side of the road because I'm like, I'm about to have a stroke or a heart attack or something. I'm having a panic panic attack already. So that is already like, is is this a stroke or am I just panicking? And I'm just like... Where's that toast coming from? Oh, my God, I'm going to fucking die here in L.A. and this sucks. And then uh, the toast smell went away. And I'm I'm just sitting there on the side of the road still heart pounding like. Yo, I almost died. Yeah, I smelled the toast, man. I'm about to ride off. I don't know much about you, but I know got to get that toast. Yeah, whoa. Uh, something tells me, man, I've been smelling that toast and it ain't yeah, healthy. Uh, I'm thinking that I gotta go and get my heart checked, please. Oh shit, I can smell a burning bagel over there. I might go and get some toast now, cause I need it. Buttered all around. Buttered all around. Oh shit, I think I had an aneurysm from my smelling toast. Oh my god, I can fucking smell my feet and my toes. I can smell my feet and my toes. I just got a whole bunch of toast. Yeah, I fucking put it in the oven. Oh man, yeah, that toast I be loving. Unless it's not existent. If it's an olfactory hallucination, then I might have to call my physician. You know what I'm saying? Am I hallucinating? Or did I have a brain aneurysm? Or should I go to a factory and work in? Oh shit. Olfactory, a factory? Is that what you were going for? 
I don't know. I hallucination and uh, conversation rhyme, but I didn't say that. I said something else that's fucking stupid. The beat was called El Tigre by Haga and Kaishin. Haga spelled H A A G A X. Kaishin K A I S H E E N. It's on YouTube. Good luck, you guys. It's, it's on good YouTube. Fucking luck with that one. It definitely had a Latinx vibe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe a little bit. Honestly, on this whole Latino thing, it was funny how um, Latinx. We, we, Latinx thing. Sorry, I'm being PC police. Um, we watched that fight the other day with fucking Tyson Fury, which was crazy. And he came out and did the fucking Shakira tongue on this dude's fucking neck. And I think that Shakira started a movement. Yeah, I think that the tongue is coming back in a big way. Uh, 2020 tongue gang. I think that um, we're going to be out here like uh, flipping our tongues around doing the la 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 thing. And it's not even like it's not even going to be like at first it was just, you know, a meme, the radical Islams that own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we're taking it back. We're taking the power back. We're taking the tongue back. We're taking the power of the tongue back. I'm having a tongue sandwich for lunch. Some lengua. Oh yeah, dude! Some lengua. Have you ever ordered lengua from the Flaming Taco? Actually, lenguex. Yeah, <laughs> uh, got him. Yes, came I back did. with that. Uh, um, I'll, but... I'll, I'll eat tongue. I'll eat intestines. Um, I'll eat ass. You ever had any near death experiences? Um, in my dreams, but not, oh no, you know what? I had some near death experiences experimenting with drugs. Uh, not experimenting, just being knee deep in an addiction. And then thinking, oh, shit, I've gone too far. And then you just lay there and you hold yourself and hope that the sun comes up. Yeah, that's that'll do it, man. And then luckily, like uh, uh, the sun does come up, you know, Yeah. yeah. I had a, I had another interesting near near panic experience. Uh, well, near I guess pan- <laughs> it wasn't really a you're near. You're basically just having panic attacks thinking that you're having a near. This was experience. more of just a, a, a instant relief kind of thing because uh, I was on. Uh, I was on Chatterbait, ooh, um, and that's like a it's like a bunch of free webcams and whatnot uh, for your masturbation pleasures ooh. and whatnot, uh, and whatnot. And so, I when I'm on Chatterbait, I like to find real exotic third world country shit. Yeah, like you can you can sort you can prioritize you what can kind prioritize of Latinx <laughs> black. You can you can go by region. And I just picked the most, what I imagined in my American brain to be the most third world region. And then I also don't prioritize the webcams as being high definition. So low def, uh, dirt floor kind of bullshit. And I get to this, uh, I think, Latinx uh, family. (laughs) Um, And... uh, This chick's got some big old floppy fun bags. Yeah! And um, then all of a sudden... I hear a child bellowing in the background, just crying. Oh. <laughs> and I've never been happier to not just come immediately. You know what I mean? I'm just like, thank God that that did not. Hey, you know what? Ex- I did not experience any sort of sudden arousal because of that. Right, or right, right, right. Like everything is still legit well, you know what? in the brain here. Sex work is real work. And sometimes you got to It's bring your kid to work day. When you're webcamming, and it's something that you got. They live in small spaces, small apartments, 17 people sharing the space, um, similar to how they did it in Germany uh, right. in, in the war with the Holocaust. Now, um, have you ever seen like uh, like webcam farms? 
how like it's almost like a uh, it's almost like office uh, cubicles. It's like a, it's like oh. a, it's a building, but with, a, with yeah, with a bunch of webcams. Yeah, yeah. it's like a brothel of webcams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen that, and um, there's actually like a lot of people who are in that business, and I think it's coming up because in the future we're probably just gonna stop having sex. We're all just gonna be digitally uh, just jerking each other off, and women are gonna completely control the world because we're just gonna be paying to watch them take their clothes off. I don't paying. When is money going to enter the equation here? How are they getting paid? They're getting paid. You're right? you're the one who assumed that you you asserted that asserted that they're going to be paid. We've been jerking off for free for hundreds of years. Yeah, but the websites have advertising. Thousands of years, maybe. The websites have advertising, right? These women are getting paid somehow. Chatterbait. You get paid if if you get tipped. So somebody is tipping. Maybe you and I aren't tipping. Never. But I mean, the people who tip. They get off on that shit. Like, there's something about like, right. like there's a fetish of paying for sex. I think. And the main difference here is that you're jerking off for free. She's getting paid to jerk off. Yeah, and and honestly, she's not even jerking off. She's got a fucking lovin' shoved up her vag, and the tips are what are making it vibe. So she's just sort of just sitting there, doing her like science homework. Well, <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of getting me going. Can we take a quick pause, really quick? And um, yeah, actually, I'd be down to do a, a jerk off pause. Let's, do, let's, let's do, do a pause. Now, that last beat was called "Lace Up" by Braden Potts. And we're back. What we want to name that last beat, real quick? I just did. Oh, okay. And we're back. <laughs> Yo, I I had something that I wanted to ask you. Um, what do you think about uh, this foldable tech? Because I've seen a lot of these devices that are folding now, and um, I personally don't benef- benefit from it in any way. Oh, and the, the sparkles. Hey, yo, the only folding I care about is folding this paper, you know what I mean? Hey. Folding folding, and stacking. I'd, I'd rather That's they, it, bottom I'd, line. I'd rather they could figure out how to fold cars and then make parking more efficient. Like, what about that? Now, now we're talking, because uh, I, I, I do think that it's funny how phones have come full circle again. We're back to, to trying to fold our phones, um, because obviously there was something to that. We liked that. We long for that time. Like the closing of it. Like the click I just it's, hung up on you. It's a, yeah, it's like a, now we're done using the device. It's like a signal of, all right, now the phone is, over. now we just have these open devices that are always there, always screen in our face, just like inviting us. But with the fold, there's a way to be like, later, bitch. Yep. Bye, bitch. Bye. I'm also concerned that, I'm fairly confident I have coronavirus because I've seen some of these foldable phones, I've held them. And those foldable phones just came from China, so. Right, but but isn't uh, you were also mentioning that your Verizon store has a shortage of phones, right? Right, I can't disclose inventory. Yo, there's a shortage of phones. There's a shortage of phones, and if you're at home, you might have to pull up your microphone or your stereo and Skype somebody from outside of the lobby because there aren't enough devices to go around and Tyson. People to spend them now. I'm going to Tyson Fury and fighting with a lot of fury. Yeah, uh, Mercury is going up the temperature. Yeah. Hey yo, Tyson Fury, could you please register my device on this network? Please hurry. <laughs> yeah, Tyson, he works at the Verizon. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, ooh, 
would you like 10 contracts? And I was like, I only need one, man. And he was like, too bad, I just signed you up, fam. So Tyson, I walked out the Verizon with like 10 iPhones. Whoa, yup. iPhones. I need an iPhone, a Motorola, and a Samsung. Me and my friend, yeah, we live out in Japan. Japan. In that place, there's a lack of devices. Konnichiwa. Yup. And I want to eat some fucking steak. Steak. Yep. Because what's that? What's that fancy steak? Why? Why you? Wag you. Wag you. I'm I'm about to wag you in the fucking face. If you know what I'm saying. Hey, the beat was called. I can't unlock my iPad. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, there we go. <laughs> the beat was called. Oh no! I think that was Lace Up by Braden Potts. Wait, then what was the previous one? I don't know. We're sorry. We apologize to the previous guy. I think maybe we didn't write down your name. Here's what I'm going to do. At the end, I'm going to shout out. Everyone, everyone all over again? Based on my math, <clears throat> there's three beats left. What we'll do is we'll we'll have another like closing song prepared. I'll think of something. We'll pull it up, and then while while like you know we're being serenaded off, you can just be like, listen, this beat was made by Dickface, and this was <laughs> Cockmunch. And right. This was, I think so, that's I think that's a good idea uh, to name yourself Cockmunch if you're a producer, <laughs> a gay producer. All right, well, uh, that's actually a great idea. I love the gays, not like that though. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I thought you were pause, pause, fam. Um, sorry to all the gay fans. I don't know if we have gay fans. Do we have gay fans? Yeah, Email do. us. Uh, that's, uh... <laughs> Shoot us a text. <laughs> I tried to make a Google Voice phone number for this um, podcast so that I could be like, hey, uh, call us. But Google Voice sucks. And I don't know, man. Google Voice does kind of suck. Plus, like, you just sort of, I'm surprised that it hasn't activated right now because you just have to sort of say something that sounds like those words that you say to activate the, the Google Voice. Oh, you mean it, the Google Assistant. Yeah, yeah, Right, right. And it just pops up no matter what, um, which is pretty annoying. I like that the the voices on uh, GPS and uh, AI assistants are now you can choose a variety of them. I'm pretty sure on Waze you can choose DJ Khaled. No, so, you can't. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that you can choose DJ Khaled. It's like, hey, make a right up here. You played yourself. I think he would say that if you like recalculating, you played yourself. That that makes more sense. There we go. There oh, you we made go. the correct turn, but also you still played yourself. You know what I mean? You, you played yourself and not be playing my music right now in your car. It automatically starts playing DJ. Khaled Every time music. if you make a if you make more than one left, he's like, make a left, another one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There we go. That, that's the that's the uh, that's as good as that bit is gonna get you. Guys. I don't I don't fuck with ways. I'm a Google Maps boy. Google can get all up in my body and I won't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're in my body, in my house. I'm, I'm so sick of Google pushing their way uh, into women's bodies. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a woman's right to choose whether or not Google. I need Google to make a smart vibrator. They have those. They're called Lovins. I just talked about them. Yeah, like but are, they, ma- are they made by Google? No, but I mean. Right. I need I need this. Why do we like, OK, uh, what would, I feel like Google is is a, 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 a proper name for ma- Like you could swap out Google with masturbate and that, that works yeah. like I'm going to go right. Google myself or something. Right. Like, right. That, that that makes sense. And I'm pretty sure that was a Simpsons joke. Now I think about I've it. I've heard like, that. Yeah. No, Somebody's I think March March Simpson is like, yeah, I, I'm going to Google myself or something like that. Uh, but well, she's actually talking about Googling herself. Hey, good bitch. for her. Good for her. Um, 
so uh, I was looking at my notes, and I had this one um, uh, when we were at the the bar the other day. Not the other day; it was like three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I overheard these people saying that um, Chick Fil A is the McDonald's of chicken, and I just wanted to like unpack like the type of person who kind of th- thinks that that's something to, worth expressing on a night out with your friends. Right. That person is, <laughs> that person is like the majority of the people that I walk by and interact with uh, unintentionally. They, they lack complexity, you know? Man, clouds are like the the mashed potatoes of the sky. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Maybe those person maybe those persons were high, you know? Maybe those persons were really high. And you caught them in one of those moments. They were talking like they were making a point on a talk show, like something like <laughs> that people would be like, oh, you're right. Yes. Uh, agreed. And it's like they're both fast food places. Arguably. Well, uh, a really funny comparison that I read to you yesterday. Uh, tir- uh, what was it? Tir- Le- tiramisu. Oh, my God. Is- yeah, this is great. Fuck. What was it? Uh, if. Is the magazine still in here? <laughs> Find the article. I think it's a <laughs> no, no. But the 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 gist of it was that they were talking about tiramisu and the they lasagna called it the, of desserts, the lasagna of desserts, <laughs> and and it just inspired us to be like, you know, we're the lasagna of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, there, exactly what we are. There's there's layers of lasagna all over me. Yeah, I love fucking lasagna, but it's so bad for you. It's high carb, definitely, but um, I bet you can make like a cauliflower keto friendly lasagna. That that's gotta exist. Oh, and you know and. And like this, just the Stouffer's lasagna that you just buy and pop in the oven, that shit is phenomenal. Yeah, anything that you can just pop in the oven and eat 20 minutes right after thinking about eating it is great. Yeah. Like, I love the concept of craving something and then immediately satisfying that. It's a very, it's a very American idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to buy something, click, I just bought it, boom. I'm yeah, happy I mean, now. or you just walk across the street to like a Rite Aid or a Jack in the Box and then boom. Well, yeah, but I don't want to have to walk like a hundred yards. That's fucking. Yeah, but what do you what do you mean <laughs> click and then you're eating? You don't there's nothing you just click and then it's in your fucking house. You dumbass. <laughs> We're friends. Definitely. We're definitely friends. What are you, are you? Are you talking about like you're talking about getting food delivered? No, I meant like shopping online you get gratified immediately once you spend the money you don't have to get you get gratified twice you click and you buy and then you get the you get the hard on the mental and the mental card there is the... and then once you get the package then you get another reward mentally so now i'm on two rewards and all i had to do was spend 35 dollars on some fucking tupperware which is nice because you already had like 35 dollars in, in store credit on it right on because the, you know they give you this is an amazon commercial um <laughs> we're actually owned by bezos now. yeah he's um he's in the room right now uh, staring at us yeah, he's got multiple people with children actually with guns on us multiple right. <sighs> they just got they just uh, left their job at the uh the Kindle Fire Factory. And they're all named. And they're all named Alexa One, Alexa Two, <laughs> Alexa Three. That would be um, really hard to keep track of. Yeah, I mean, why would you call all your employees Alexa? Why would you name your employees Alexa? Why? Why? Why would you name your employees Alexa? I don't know. 
I was looking for a job and I was like, oh my God, I need a job. And so I went and applied for a job and they was like, yo, what's your name for the job? And I was like, my name is Alex. Oh. And they were like, hmm, maybe add an A to the end yeah. of it. And I was like, okay, Alexa. And they were like, you're hired today. Yeah, I was online and I bought an Echo Dot. And then I went online and I bought a Google Hub. And now I have too many devices in my house. But yeah, my name is Alex and I like to go out and take a Xanax and now I'm drinking bad shit and I don't know what to do with all these fucking smart speakers in my house. I'm giving one to my spouse for Christmas. Um, when I was a little uh, child, um, I, I, like Alexa is obviously like the female name for Alex. Right, right. But for some reason, uh, my family would call me Excella when I was acting like a little woman. They'd be like, which is just Alex backwards. Wow. And so they'd be like, well, what's going on, Excella? And I'd be like, I'm not a woman, I'm a man. Damn, so they used to shame you with, uh, like, being effeminate. Yeah, yeah, it was fucked up because it was usually women who were doing this, like, yeah, yeah, I'm this is sort of a backhanded insult to myself by yeah. calling you a woman. And, and now we're incapable of expressing our feelings And now we also another. have uh, deep-seated issues with the opposite sex. It's weird. <laughs> who would have thought? I'm a... Uh, I'm in touch with my emotions and it's because of my relationship with my mom. And I completely understand that. And the beat was called New Hampshire produced by he who was formerly known as Hooded Ninja. Um, nice. That's I'm, a good bit. I didn't even realize that was you. It was so good. That's how that's how we know the beats are OK, <laughs> is that you can't tell I made them. That's I actually made that this week, which means I did something other than beat my hog. Beat my hog. Um this is our last episode uh, of uh, that's taking place in Black History Month. Oh shit! So um, I forgot that uh, I- we we've done nothing for Black History Month at all. I think we made some uh, offensive comments about Kobe Bryant at the I- beginning of the month. Which I I, co- I I complimented a black cashier at the at the Walgreens. I told her, "Hey, did you did you, did you talk about it on the podcast?" No, I mean I'm talking okay, about well, it now. All right, well, uh, so f- uh, to celebrate, we're going to call our friend Juwan and just see what he's up to. See what he is <laughs> doing. Give him a call. All right, let's just uh, you know what? Um, why don't you just riff real quick while I while I get this phone number going? My biggest thing with Black History Month <laughs> is oh that we should have four of these. You know what I'm saying? So like, all if, right, if I like get, this. I like th- that we're instead of just being like. Get rid of it completely and just be celebrating it all the time. No, let's, no. let's add additional months. Well, yeah, because we definitely we can't have White History Month, right? And I don't know if there's gonna be Latino Latinx History Month or fucking Persian History Month, but I feel like due to due to slavery, you guys are entitled to four months at least, which is a third of the year. <laughs> that is, uh, we're just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, Reparations probably never going to happen. <laughs> but you could get but four maybe months, four months. Four months where, four- tar- where Target and, and Walmart are making commercials with black actors and accentuating um, black wealth in America. And you know what? I want black people to get all this money, bro, because I got a couple black friends who might spread the wealth. And um, I'm trying to fuck black girls as much as possible when it's available, you know, when when they're when they're willing and consenting to this is great. have sex with talk, me. Keep talking forever, David. <laughs> Never, just don't stop. Keep talking I, um, honestly, Juwan isn't picking up the phone, even though we <laughs> we talked to him about picking up the phone and, and, and having a conversation with us. You discussed us this with him recently? I did. I Before the pod, I was like, we're going to call you in like an hour. 
um, be sure to have your phone on you. But it's just still it's my phone's on away. me, but it's 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 right here. Ringing away. I mean, six one six did not answer. I'm just gonna call him di- uh, direct. Call him through Duo because sometimes that's he answers I, to the video chat. And I want to video chat some black women. All right, this is the last. This is the last attempt to call him. And then, if he doesn't pick up, the Black History Month segment is over. Hey, you know, guys, um, we tried. We made an effort to include you guys. And um, if you have a black friend, tell them about the podcast. Literally, yeah, get them to call in. We, we need to get our demographic uh, more diverse. We need more black people. Um, we have too many Latinx. Let's get some of these Mexicans to stop listening. Just kidding, guys. Um, I need more fucking Arab listeners. Um, I'm sure the Arabs can relate to this, even though I'm disattached from my culture. I've no longer um, brought to the table some like relatability to those who are of Palestinian descent. Um, I've decided to do it a regular instead of a video call. Maybe right, we'll- right, and uh, I- I've been riffing. I've been going no, on. No, no, you've been you've been doing better than I ever expected you to do. Honestly, I'm fiending for baklava right now, talking about Palestine. Black Blacklava. Blacklava. Blacklava history. Mother, Shit, you know? dude, that is a great name for a black Arab uh, porn star. Blacklava starring. Uh, there is like a uh, Blackula, and then there's also. Um... Oh, yo, Juan. Is that you, Juan? Can you hear us? Oh, shit. What's good? I mean, it is, is it not? You got a problem with that? It's weird. I mean, a little bit, but I mean. Have you ever had on. Have you ever had baklava, Juwan? Is that that shit they sell like at the pita house? Yeah, right, I think that's they do. It. That's it. It is like a pastry. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tasty pastry. That's the one Middle Eastern establishment in Grand Rapids. I got to ask you, Juwan, how how have you been celebrating Black History Month? Uh, Doing drugs. All right. What drugs? Yeah, let's get, let's get a list. Uh, smoking weed and uh, I don't know, uh, bro. Air. You and me, bro. Yeah, air. That's my favorite drug, bro. Yeah, I'm addicted to air. One could say if I don't get it, I just start shaking and convulsing. Yeah. What are you doing right now? Oh man, your shit's about to die. That is that is also a very black thing. That's a that's some Black History Month for Answered you. Answered the phone late. <laughs> can't find a phone charger. <laughs> Um, yo, oh, you rolling up, rolling up an L trying to go to hell. Hell yeah, bro! I, you, you're inspiring me to fucking pack a bowl right now, bro. I'm, I'm about to get my weed on. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna smoke from a distance. Honestly, I haven't smoked hey, weed you know. in like two weeks. Hey, I'm about to go. I just realized I got a joint. I'm gonna smoke that joint. Say that again. I'm about to go to the tattoo apprenticeship on Wednesday. No way. You you've really you're really coming up in the tattoo world since you got that so you, uh, that so, gun. So, so much, let's let's do a little backstory though, real quick. Um, how, why don't you tell uh, the audience how you got your hands on a tattoo gun? All right. So basically, um, what the fuck happened? Uh, Justice got out of boot camp. And he Which is like, what? Hey, what is boot camp? Me. It's like uh, military style. For uh, felons, boot camp. Shit, it's like real boot camp for like felons. 
And this and so yeah, you know they make you like run laps and shit. Oh. Yo, gotta pause real quick, cause the beat's off. Yo, I gotta fucking rap shit. Sorry, Juan. You can't hear the beat, so you can't hop on. But if you were here, you could and we'd love that son. Because we know that you like the freestyle, and we freestyle with you, so but that's oh okay, yo. Catch me at the boot camp with justice, bro. Yeah, my boy just got out of boot camp and he's about to give me one or two tats on both of my arms and my shoulders. Yeah, I'm about to carry this podcast like boulders. Yeah, I'm getting older and I got tattoos on my thighs. I got them all over my fucking face and eyes. Yup, but when I left boot camp, I had to real quick tie both my bootstraps. Yo, up. I'm about to tattoo my fucking thighs up because I'm yeah. trying to get an apprenticeship, bro. I just got uh, a bunch of little demons yeah, on my yeah, legs yeah. and a bunch of little semens on my legs. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know my team is on my legs. Ooh, I got a whole bunch of ink on my legs. Yeah, yeah that's just how it is. I'm cooking eggs. I'm, I'm cooking, cooking eggs. eggs. I'm cooking eggs and I just got out of boot camp. All right, now. That Sorry, was, dog. Yeah, uh, we didn't expect a beat to drop when we were talking to you, but uh, it well, did. Me, but like, I can tell you really quick what the beat was called. One, if you're interested in rapping over that, you know, because if you're one of these freestyle dudes... The beat was called Smooth by Phil Tyler. It's Phil available Tyler. on YouTube and BeatStars. Anyway, uh, continue with your story, Juwan. It was, I apologize for the interruption. All right, so this nigga David gets out of boot. I mean, I said David. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He, called, he yeah. said you instead of Justin. Justin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I'm a felon too, bro. I forgot to tell you. This nigga Good Justice one. gets out of boot camp. He has a friend named John John, and he's like, hey, this nigga John John about to give me a tattoo gun. Uh, let me give you a tattoo. I'm like, bro, I'm about to give myself a tattoo before you give me a tattoo. Yeah, I wouldn't trust yeah, him. I wouldn't trust Justice. <laughs> I wouldn't trust he, him. He brings, his jank- he brings this janky-ass tattoo gun over, and I'm like, damn, this bitch looks like it came from fucking hell. You know what I'm saying? It's all janky. It's fucking... It, it's dusty. It's, it, it's got like... Dusty, it's like... It's almost fleshy, like a David Cronenberg device. Ew. Yeah, I feel like this, this this tattoo gun has like a little bit of David Forskin stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Very that's, Cronenberg-y. That's what it is. It's, like, the fucking needles don't even stick in this bitch. Like, we have to buy a whole bunch of needles and fucking just, like, tape them bitches to the fucking gun. I was like, yeah. So, so, you, so you were... Myself. All right, but you did get the gun up and running. Yeah, I got the gun up and running, and I started tattooing myself. And from the first poke, that I did, I was like, damn, I'm addicted to tattooing people. Uh, that's kind of cool, man. Honestly, so you, you actually felt a visceral connection with the with the gun and, and the ink on the skin and whatnot. Yeah, from the first second I poked myself, I was like, damn, I'm addicted. I want to tattoo more people. I need to get a gun. I feel like and that's what heroin, like heroin people feel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First so second they pose the, the they needle. poke themselves. Well, you should just draw more. If you draw more on paper, then tattooing will... I mean, obviously, you need to practice tattooing, but drawing then leads to being able to tattoo stuff that you've already drawn previously. It's like doing graffiti. Uh, Very true. And, yeah. and I've noticed... That's what I've been doing. I've been seeing, like, all the tattoos you've been posting. You're definitely... You've definitely gotten them significantly better than, like, the first tattoo that you posted. How many have you done on actual persons? Well, including yourself. I did, like... Seven on myself. Seven just on yourself. Like, yeah, and then I did like seven on different seven different people. You should you and Justice should just agree to use each other's backs as canvases <coughs> and then just fill up each other's backs 
as practice. <coughs> Yo, you should send us your favorite. <coughs> send us a picture of your favorite tattoo that you've done, and we'll make it like the the cover for the episode this week. Yeah, yeah you should text that to me right now. <coughs> oh god! <coughs> I did last night actually. Oh hell yeah! Text it to me. Um, you trying to hit this I, I, joint? I, 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 no, no, I, I gotta go to work. Man, I took like three drags of that. You still rolling your L, Juwan? I kind of jumped the gun and already started yeah, smoking Alex, without Alex you. Alex got super faded. Yeah. <laughs> I just sent David, David a picture of it on uh, Instagram. All right, word. All yeah, right, we'll word. definitely use that. Well, shoot, Juwan. It was good reconnecting with you real quick. Thanks for, uh, thanks so, for giving us some, some black history cred. Exactly. Uh, make sure you, you stay black. No matter what, you want to plug anything really quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Plug all your plug all your accounts and whatnot. Your what? What do you want the listeners to know about you? Stay black and smoke crack. All right, yo. All right, yep. That was Juwan, you guys. We love him. Bye, dog. Fuck Dave. <laughs> Thanks for cutting him off. Yeah, I mean, he kind of got his point across at the end there. He definitely got his point across. It's one of these things that I that I don't understand. Sometimes I have I have certain friends. Who um think it's funny to roast me? Yeah, that's weird, right? Because I mean, you're usually pretty well put together. You don't do stupid shit all the time. I think that's why I'm getting roasted. I'm getting roasted by by some homies who might not have their shit together as much. I think that's the battery dying on the computer. Right, yeah, but we're almost done. That's gotta be it. Right? Yeah, because because they're like, oh yeah, David. It's definitely a projection of our own insecurities, and that's why and that's why it ob- it's obvious that you're not affected by them. Not as much. I'm sometimes affected by it. Only when my insecurities are sort of up there. You know, when I'm sort of concerned and like, man, what am I doing with my life? And then somebody hits me with a jab. I'm like, ugh. But then I realize, you know, fucking Tony Robbins, dog. (laughs) Honestly, I'm at a point where like, I, I don't, I don't think my feelings have the capacity to be hurt. Yeah, because life has jabbed you so much that I don't even know. Think it's that. It's just that like. I don't know. I just don't really care. Like, it, for the most part, when someone is coming at me, obviously trying to hurt my feelings, right? I am my head headspace immediately goes to this is obviously something with them. Yeah, but and, in, in and those I can't t- take anything that they say seriously in the moment. Okay, but what about that that lady at Costco that was like, uh, <laughs> when you were waiting in line and right. she was like, and I handled Whoa. that bitch. Yeah. I handled the fuck out of that bitch. <laughs> it was funny because we were like trying. So to some figure- backstory is. Uh, uh, that this lady um, wanted us to move forward in line at Costco, but there was a giant ass cart ahead of us. Which uh, th- this is such a stupid thing to be yeah, talking about. Yeah, we could stop right uh, now. Yeah, so it's essentially this bitch is trying to make a passive aggressive joke about us moving on in the line. It's like we are. We're waiting for the line to move because the line wasn't moving. And uh, I had to fucking chew her old Jew ass out. So that's was, just how it was. I don't think she was even Jewish. She was like Kyrgyzstan or something like that. And she, and after Alex got like fucking defensive with her, she was like, oh, I'm only kidding, uh, young man. And then we moved further in line. And she was like, young man, I'm just kidding. I do this with my kids all the time. You're just like my son. Just, and I was like. You remind me of my son. I was, I was like, like, so you, you're shitty to your kids is what you're saying? Jesus, you call your son Excella? Is that what you're saying right now? Is that what you're trying to tell me and right then, now? And then we split a chicken bake at the Burbank 
Costco. I'm looking for a Costco sponsorship because we spend a lot of money on Kirkland sparkling water. I also want to just shout out Costco for letting just any old dude come up and get a chicken bacon. Yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah. need to have a Costco membership. No, yeah, you can feel you like just, a member on the outside. Yeah, as long as it's an outdoors, uh, which most of them are. Most of the food spots, uh, I guess unless you're, it's a Costco in like Michigan. Yeah, or but in California, the Costco, it's just it's it's sunny and you can feel like a member. I'm I at mean, the Costco. Technically, you are. I'm a member. Oh, of but I mean, if you're if you're just getting right, a chicken maybe bake, I'm yeah. not a member. But I'm getting a chicken bake. I think you can also buy alcohol without a membership. That doesn't make any sense. You can't get in the store without a membership. We have gotten into the Costco three times now without any of those fools checking yeah, us. Because they recognize you. I mean, we look like we should be checked though. They recognize us. Yeah, everywhere they go, they be recognizing yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. yeah, at the Costco, they be recognizing Woo! us. Yeah, yeah, we get the motherfucking motherfucking trust. Got the trust, cause they be recognizing us. Yeah. Uh, they recognize, recognize the shit, yo. Everybody knows at the Costco it yeah. is Bubba and the Hooded Ninja pulling yeah, yeah. up and we getting all the cans of the stuff. Yeah, pull up at the Costco, they can tell this me. Pull up at the Costco, yeah, they get on the knees. Pull up on the Costco, yeah, I'm about to drink all the sparkling water in my fucking Jeep. Yeah, they recognize me. I've been here before. Me and your girl, yeah, she a little whore. She work at the Costco, yeah. Sam's Club membership. Yeah. That was a strange, strange days we were Honestly, living. Honestly, if you guys want a quick life hack and if you're willing to steal, um, Sam's Club has an app where you can scan all of the products that you're shopping and then pay on there. So you could just like choose the items that you're, you're, that you're right. willing you don't, to pay yeah. and then you just fucking leave. Then you walk out with it. It's pretty that is a plus of Sam's Club is that you can Stealing. shoplift Stealing. Yeah. pretty easily from so there. So if you <laughs> lack integrity, uh, maybe you can do that. Uh, the beat was called Storyline, produced by Cash Money App. Very successful. His, wait, his name is Cash Money App. Yeah, yeah, he, that's funny. Extremely successful, Cash Money App. He's been on, he's been on podcasts. Which, hey, Cash Money, you want to be on this podcast? If next time you're in LA, we got a little spot right here on the couch. And um, don't email us. Fucking DM us or fucking send us a letter. Yeah, seriously, because uh, your emails are not welcome. You understand? Um, also, they're probably outdated, and we never disclosed Fly our email address. Wow. So, you guys, uh, we just want to say thank you for tuning in. For yeah, we appreciate it. Um, it's like a, a, a real treat to be able to come to you on this on, on a Monday or a Tuesday. Because we can't afford the therapy. And, and, just, and just let it all out for you guys. And <laughs> you know what? We love you. Enjoy your drive to work. And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for